connecting with other businesses to find the right people. But ZipRecruiter gives you the edge. Next key marketing manager, Aaron Harji, loves ZipRecruiter invite to apply. She says they get my job posting in front of the right people. I instantly see great candidates and I invite them to apply to my job. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B-A-R-T to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BART. Did you know the arrow in Amazon's logo represents A to Z? Maybe the My Computer Career logo should represent unemployed to employed. Ryan was out of work when he started classes in March. In September, he started his IT career working for Amazon, making more money than he ever thought possible. Here's a prime opportunity. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, a couple of questions of the day, one being in particular. Convince me. Give me some hope. Tell me. Saints are going to win this weekend. But you got to tell me why. Why do you have hope? Why do you have faith? Uh, I'd love to have that here as well. So let's welcome you to the weekend. It's And indeed is the weekend. That puts a smile on a lot of people's faces. And no doubt it's an individual who has a big smile on his face. It's head coach Tim Rebo of your Colonels. Nichols crossed the lake last night. Riverbell Classic taking on SLU. Imagine this. Another close game. Colonels pull it out. Get the 45-42 win at number 15 Southeastern. Head coach Tim Rebo had to make some time. For the uh, for you on the show today, I know we talk on Tuesdays. First off, congratulations! Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. And I will tell you, it was like it was an instant classic. I tell you that, Coach. You were missing some players here. It kind of seems to be a trend. Saints, Pels, Colonels <laughs> missing some key players, but no starting center. Dejan Gums. I mean, rallying guys, rallying around that, and being able to still put up forty five points was that impressive? Yeah, I think that's the thing I'm most proud of is uh, the way the guys pulled together. Uh, Dejan uh, suffered. He had an infection in his hand, uh, and we wasn't sure if he was going to be able to go or not. But the way those guys just pulled together and practiced, uh, Evan Roussel and P.J. Burkhalter uh, had high ankle sprains. P.J. ended up playing like on one foot all night. Uh, and then the thing that Colin Guggenheim stepped in at running back and did was just uh, really a, a great effort. So the guys pulled together. And, and uh, you know, everybody's talked about, hey, what you got to play for? Well, last night they saw what we had to play for. Well, you improved to 6-5. and five. One more win and a loss is always better, right, Coach? No doubt about it. But you mentioned Guggenheim. 
266, three TDs on 29 carries. But I guess I shouldn't be surprised. That's his fifth, right? 100-yard game in a row? Yeah, I was just looking at that and talking about his stats. And the guy almost has 1,000 yards and uh, you know wasn't even playing a lot at the beginning of the season. So, uh, But, you know, his body, I, I didn't even think he had that many yards, Gus. And, you know, when you're looking at it and just running, he just kept, but, you know, he had eight yards, nine yards, and he'd pop a big run. And uh, the thing that's impressive about him is he doesn't lose yards. And that guy, he, I think he, I was messing with him. He had one uh, carry that he had a minus yard on last night. So he could have had 267 yards uh, last <laughs> night. But he, he's always falling forward, running behind his pads. He does a good job for us. Could you look at that game and look – Southeastern has a, a high power offense. Cole Kelly's a solid quarterback, but you, you held them scoreless in, in the third quarter, and it was just enough. You're 17 to their zero. That's the game, isn't it? The third? Yeah, the, the, the way we look, me and you talk about this before. You, you know they're going to get theirs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were going to get their yards and they're going to get their points, and you had to get a couple stops in there. And, and the defense did. We got a couple stops, and uh, they went further on fourth down. Got a stop, uh, uh, forced a punt, you know, got another stop. So when you can do that, and then we turned it into points uh, in that second half, scoring 24 points. So uh, it was impressive the way our guys came out. You know, another thing, Gus, that we did is uh, we had an impressive third quarter. We took it down and went almost 90 yards on the opening drive. Uh, we kicked the field goal later on, and then uh, we, got, we caused a fumble on a kickoff, uh, which was a big play for us and stole another possession, and we got the ball in the end zone. Coach, look, you always, you know, you always have preseason expectations and, and that's, you know, in August and September before you kick things off. And then we all know what the start of the season was like for everybody, essentially in the state of Louisiana and, and for you guys as well. How have you looked at this season? It's hard to believe that that was your last regular season game last night. So when you look back at this season, have you had time to even like digest what you guys went through? Uh, not yet. I think it's going to take over the weekend. Uh, we were going to have a team meeting this afternoon, and I decided to just postpone it. We're going to bring everybody back in on Monday and talk a little bit about it. I don't want to stare too far uh, in the past. You know, I, I don't want to beat anybody up or beat ourselves up. And, you know, because you, you can just look back to last week, you know, and say, hey, what if? Mm-hmm. You know, but you can do that uh, till you're blue in the face. And we're just going to have to take the good things. The thing that I like about uh, you know, winning last night in, in your rival game and bringing that Riverbell trophy back to Thibodeau, it gives us a lot of momentum and a lot of things to build on. We got a bunch of good players coming back, and that's what we plan on doing. Right, and, and, and I guess that's what you're focused on. You won four of your last five, and, and the only loss was a 27-23 game that you, you had an opportunity uh, against UIW. So, you know, Coach, when you look at it again, the importance of finishing strong, and you just mentioned it so we can close out on that. That game means a lot to Colonel fans, right? That that game means a lot to the community to go out there and get that win against that team with what their expectations were and where they were ranked at. So I have to imagine you got some congratulations and your phone's been going off a bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was, I was going to tell you that uh, I'm so happy to see the crowd that we brought there last night that traveled uh, to Hammond. I, we, we had a contingent in there that was as loud, I'm telling you. Uh, and they were so proud. And uh, you're right, the phone's been blowing up and everybody, you know, now you can take a few pats on the back because 
you know, hey, you really don't have a game next week. But that means a lot to a lot of people. You know, they, they wanted that uh, the little Riverbell Classic, that trophy. They wanted it back in Thibodeau, and that's, that's all the text we keep getting. Well, there it is. So, you know what? It'll be a nice uh, Thanksgiving over there in the region as uh, that trophy is back. The team ends on a win. Now, you know, Coach, that's at the end of the day, you put a lot of smiles on people's faces, including yours. So, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for finding a few minutes. I know we talk on Tuesdays, but, man, after a game like that last night, I wanted to give you a few minutes today. No, man, I'm glad. Thanks for having me because, you, hey, you got to get it while it's hot and while it's fresh in everybody's mind. I like that. <laughs> Right, right. Next week, everyone's worried about the, th- the Thanksgiving turkey and then all the traveling and all of that, right? Yeah. All right, Coach. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. Yep. Head Coach Tim Rebo, the Colonels, getting that win 45-42. I guess we could blame uh, Jordan, the intern, on the uh, SLU side over there, lying up. I, I asked him he had gone to the game. He said he had to do homework. Homework. Could have been out there. That one extra voice, Jordan. That one extra voice, you know, could have disrupted a play. <laughs> that one extra boo. Never know. Um, all right, so we've touched on it a couple times already in hour number one, the Saints injury report. Does that concern you? I mean, Ty Montgomery again didn't practice. Taysom Hill again didn't practice. Teron Armstead again didn't practice. Ryan Ramchuk again didn't practice. Malcolm Roach again didn't practice. Tano Passano again didn't practice. And Alvin Kamara went from limited on Wednesday to didn't practice yesterday. So, Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara, at least right now, right? I would think may not play. Possibly, maybe why it went up a half a point. Eagles had been a one and a half point favorite and now a two point favorite. So we played earlier in the show, Mark Ingram saying, I'm ready to handle the load. And, and and get going there. So let's see if he can sort of, you know, be that that guy that helps production wise. He was asked about filling Drew's role though to an extent of being, you know, a veteran of not only this offense, again, Trevor Simeon's just going into his third start with this offense, but kind of being what Drew was when he was here together. I, I just try to be myself. I don't try to do anything other than be myself. So if that's being a leader in my own way, um, leading by example, sharing with guys my successes, my failures, and how I've got to where I'm at today and how I continue to be better than where I'm at today, that's what I do. I don't try to, like, fill Drew's shoes. Drew is only Drew. And the legacy he had, the leadership he had, that came with him. You know what I mean? So. Like I said, I learned a lot from him. I've grown a lot from him as a person and as a pro. But um, I just, all I can do is be myself. So that's all I try to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's a, an interesting aspect of it, right? That he is a leader. And again, I, I know everyone sort of asks, you know, can you be what Drew was and all that? And look, I, I think you're, you're your own person and in, in, in how you lead. But he, he's vocal. He's energetic. He brings a lot of that energy to that as well by the way are you still have you gotten used to his jersey number yet man it's okay it's okay it's all right it's all right it's not a it was the best of the worst and we're gonna make it do what it do we're gonna make it look good because we got to we got to get activated in it we got to make it look good so yeah that's what we're gonna do we're gonna turn up into one four for as long as we have to and then hopefully 
get back to some more fly and more fresh. <laughs> but it ain't bad. It ain't bad. It ain't bad. I'm getting used to it. You know what? Quite frankly, I don't care what number he wears if he scores a couple of touchdowns in Philadelphia on Sunday, huh? DraftKings Sportsbook, as I keep saying, what Raphael is up next. I'll ask him if he has a maybe even the date as to when exactly it goes live. Bottom line is this. You want to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you do so and you do it before they go live, you will get $100 in free bets just for signing up. No deposits required. So, you know DraftKings, they're bringing that experience of being a leader in daily fantasy sports. You know I've been telling you to go download that app as well. You can make a little extra change for the holidays, you know. You stay under the salary cap, pick your starting lineup, press play, see how you do with everybody else, and maybe you can win millions of dollars in prizes. Well, that's a different app. This is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. This is where you can, I don't know, I don't know if you can bet on my four-year-old's soccer game. No, my point is, if you want to do something like that, this is the app. Use the code LaRose, L-A-R-O-S-E. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's what it's called. Go do it. Use the code LaRose. $100 in free bets coming your way. No deposit required. Rafael Esparza is up next. Mr. Vegas on ESPN New Orleans. Welcome back. We've missed you. We know it's been tough. Because rebuilding your business isn't for the faint of heart. Your business needs a jump start. And we're here to help. Introducing Surge, symmetrical speed fiber internet from Etel Business. Revved up data speeds at 30% off, plus three months free. We're glad you're back. And we're here to make your business surge. Etel Business. Offer valid on three-year contract for two or more business services. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Always on the run and short on cash? With a State Bank and Trust Company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking. Served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Not feeling well and unsure about what's open for healthcare in the South Lafourche area? Lady of the Sea currently has options. Emergency services are open 24-7 in our new location at 104 West 134th Street across the street from the hospital. And our two family medical clinics open in La Rose and cut off weekdays from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. All of our locations are offering COVID-19 vaccinations and flu vaccinations. Don't sit home feeling poorly. Seek quality health care from Lady of the Sea. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau.
Welcome back, Sports Hangover. Rafael Esparza, Mr. Vegas, sir, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm uh, I'm juggling. I'm doing daddy duty. <laughs> I'm doing the talk show. <laughs> doing all kind of fuzz things. Um, dude, Ohio State, Michigan. Let's start in the world of college football. What do you see in this one? Well, I want Tucker's agent. That's what I really want. How does he get that huge, huge, huge pay raise before he has to play Ohio State? Uh, so I want that agent to be my agent. But I, I think Ohio State wins this game. Uh, if Michigan State can play some good defense on the road, I think they keep it close. If not, I think uh, Ohio State should run wild in the second half. I'm going to say Michigan State covers, but Ohio State wins by two touchdowns. Did that surprise you, Tucker's $95 million, 10-year extension? Like, you're committing to a coach for 10 years. That's a lot, isn't it? I'm shocked at the length of a contract more than anything because the, the, the conference is always going to be Ohio State, Michigan, and mm-hmm. maybe even Penn State, uh, the way they've been recruiting, and then Michigan. So are you going to give him all that money when he's only going to have eight wins year after year after year? All right. Along those lines, we've kind of seen essentially if you're tied to the LSU head coaching search, you get a pay raise or you get facilities or you're getting rewarded with this. Uh, that's one of those coaches that that's happened to. But there's a fire rumor, right? I mean, it's just caught fire. That Lincoln Riley to the Tigers, 12 mil, seven years, eight years, however you want to look at it. But I just talked to Larry Holder and he said Bruce Feldman of The Athletic He's convinced that he's staying in, 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 you know, in Norman. Do, do you think Lincoln's using this as, as leverage, perhaps, or to get a pay raise? And again, he's what, fifth? I mean, he's making seven. Top coach is saving at nine. Do you think Riley's to LSU, or do you think this could be one of those last minute, I'm staying in Norman? I think he stays in Norman. I just maybe, you know, give some rivalry up when Oklahoma comes to SEC and Vanderbilt keeps these games close. That's how bad Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, have been playing football. It's just the news. I don't think he comes to LSU. I, I'm hearing my sources tell me LSU's got a lot of people shutting the doors and not answering phones because of what's probably going behind closed doors that we don't, we're not hearing about with all the legal stuff and all that. I think it's going to be difficult to maybe fill this job, even though they have a very, very thick checkbook. They can write any number, but do you really want to come into a program with some uh, with dirty skeletons? All right, so other games in college football of note that stand out, Raphael. I, let's let's do Arkansas-Alabama. Arkansas-Alabama tied a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. I think tied win. But is that too much or not enough? I, you know me. I've been surprised of Arkansas. I'm so happy that their, their program is moving upwards. I love watching them play. The coaching staff, they all look like they're having fun. But I'm sure Alabama knows what Georgia did to Arkansas when they played, when Georgia beat them 37 to nothing. You don't think Alabama knows that score? I'm not saying right. Arkansas is going to get the goose egg, but I think Alabama puts the butt whooping on them. I like Alabama big. SMU Cincinnati, the fifth-ranked Bearcats, need this win, and they need to be impressive. Just a 10-point favorite. How do you see this one? Uh, SMU escapes out another close victory. They win, not cover, because I think they go down to ECU, and I think they go down to Houston. I would not be shocked if Cincinnati has two losses. Whoa! Uh, as Austin, uh, this is this is not the game they're going to lose. SMU, I'm not sold on their road play. Cincinnati squeaks out a victory, but the ECU Pirates can uh, nip the butt in the Bearcats, and I think Houston could as well. Does Utah, ranked 23rd, give number three Oregon? 
coming in to visit a scare. Utah is a three-point favorite. How are you the number three team in the country, and you're a road dog? It's not a good place. It's not a nice place to go to Utah and play the Utes. One of, I did an interview earlier today, and one of the hosts said that Utah was going to win huge, so that means Oregon wins by 40. I think we're going to see a lot of points scored in this one. I think Oregon scrapes out a close victory. I think whoever wins this game wins by a field goal or less, but I think we're going to see a lot of points scored in this one. I like the over. Ducks head coach, Cristobal, is he still in Oregon after this year? I think so. Uh, I don't see him going to SD, LSU, Florida. I mean, it's just a million jobs is probably going to be open. I think he stays at uh, Oregon. Spoke to a, a, a hurricane. They would love to have him come back over to the U in Miami, but is that Lane Kiffin's job to lose? Ah, wow. I, I really hope he doesn't jump ship again. I like the way he returned, uh, especially the offense program around at Ole Miss. I hope he stays, uh, but it wouldn't shock me if he goes back to uh, the Sunshine right. State well, uh, of, of Miami. But uh, man, that's, that program it might, that program is not just their football program. They have a lot of issues yeah. with the AD and the athletic program. But they fired him, and uh, the, what I heard today was, was one that made me chuckle. Kiffin wants it. They're thinking about giving it to him. Ed Ogeron, his defensive coordinator. <laughs> I'm just, I, defensive coordinator, not D-line coach, but defensive coordinator because he can recruit. There's ties. I just that look. I tell you what, that would be must cover or follow TV football coverage tweets. I mean, Kiffin and O in Coral Gables. That'd be Lord that'd be interesting. Mercy. That would turn the U around. I would think. I dude, I'm just saying. I'm just just saying. That's what I heard today from me. A, a former Hurricane player, okay? So it's not just a fan. He played for the Canes uh, back in the day. So let's move on to the NFL because I don't know what to pick here when it comes to, to to this league, sir. Road teams just win. Started last night. Patriots over the Falcons 25 to nothing. I know you, you've been saying it, and I was making fun of you. Mac and cheese, you, you like them. They're 7-4 and four now. They're one game out of the top spot of the AFC. Yeah, everyone made fun of me when they asked me what my Super Bowl pick was, and I said mac and cheese, and Belichick gets his revenge on Brady for winning a ship last year. So I just need New England to keep on winning because I look very, very smart right now. But it's interesting. Road teams have been dominant in the NFL, and the sports books have been cleaning up the past three weeks. All right, well, then let's fly through these. Colts at the Bills, Buffalo seven-point favorite at home. Uh, Colts cover, Bills win. Okay, Ravens at the Bears, Baltimore, five-point favorite on their own. Uh, I, I'm going to pull it up, up the Bears win outright. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm not sold on Baltimore. Is this the week? Browns at home, 12-point favorites over the winless Detroit Lions. Uh, Cleveland wins, but Detroit covers. I think they win their first game on Thanksgiving. Okay, all right. That would be the day to do it. Texans and Titans, Tennessee, a 10-point favorite at home. Houston still has a football team, Tennessee. Oh, man. Uh, Green Bay at Minnesota. Packers, just a one-point favorite? I don't understand this. I've not been sold on Minnesota, even though they screwed me last week. Uh, give me Green Bay. That defense is, is for real in, 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 at Green Bay. Speaking of defense, Dolphins put um, the clamps on Baltimore uh, recently. Miami, three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at the GETS. Jets, 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 starting Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe Flacco was playing. I didn't even know he was still in the league. Give me Miami. <laughs> Washington at Carolina Panthers are starting Cam Newton. K 
Carolina three and a half point favorite. I like Carolina. I'm not shocked. I'm shocked that it's not four, four and a half. I just like the way the Panthers' defense is playing all season long, uh, not their offense. I like Carolina. Two and seven, Jacksonville. Do they get win three against the visiting 49ers? That's a long flight. Six and a half point favorite are the Niners. After a big game on Monday night against the Rams, you have to make that flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me Jacksonville to yeah, cover. San Francisco right. kicked the field goal late. <laughs> Bengals and Raiders. Uh, since he's got a, I don't, I, I was trying, I was trying to believe in him, but Burrow's thrown some crucial picks late in games. They haven't looked good. Um, uh, Bengals at the Raiders, both five and four. Since he a one point favorite on the road. I would I like this game over. Uh, since his defense is the reason why they lost 41 points, Cleveland 34. The Jets scored on them. I think the Raiders will put some points. I like the over. I think Cincinnati squeaks them out because. What's the mental state of the Raiders? They've had a deal with a lot this year. The over-under, by the way, is 15-and-a-half. Cowboys, Chiefs, KC, two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Ooh, the Chiefs beat the Raiders. They're back. They're back. They're not back. Their defense still stinks. Give me the boys on the road. Whoa, whoa. We'll be seeing the boys here shortly in New Orleans. Cardinals, Seahawks, Arizona, two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Like the under in this one at 47 and a half, but if Murray plays, I like Arizona. If he doesn't play, I would not be shocked if Seattle bounces back and gets the home victory. Man, I, I had it earlier in the week. Let me see if I can find it for you real quick. I, I was surprised, uh, at this. And oh, here it is. Mike Tannenbaum. You remember him, right? Headed up the, yeah. the Jets for a while, front office guys. What do you have to say on ESPN two days ago? I think it's time for Pete to retire. I think the game's passed him by from this standpoint. He gave up two first-round picks for a safety. The game's just played differently. One of the things I love about Nick Saban is Nick went to Alabama. They had very few offensive players drafted early in his tenure. Now they have multiple quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones, multiple wide receivers. He's evolved. I don't see Pete Carroll evolving. I would move on from Pete, let him retire. Oh, my goodness. Huh? I mean, we got people calling for Pete Carroll to retire. Look, they dropped the three and seven, right? I mean, do you start making that call now for Russell Wilson? Because there's no way he's staying next year. Uh, I would think so, if they, especially if Pete Carroll goes. But, oh, does that mean I'm going to have to hear Russell Wilson to the Saints all yes. summer long? What a, way, yes. what a way to ruin my summer. Hey, don't make me uh, cue up the mayor, Latoya Cantrell's dance. Oh, try to bring Sierra to town. Steelers and Chargers, what's happened to Jordan Kleber's, you know, quarterback of the millennium and Justin Herbert? They are favorite, though, five and a half points against the visiting Steelers. I want to take the charge just because not only do we not know if Big Ben's playing up, but they got hurt on defense. I mean, Watt's questionable, Harden's questionable. Uh, I, their defense is really, really light for Pittsburgh. I think the Chargers get a big, big, big win. Fist of cuffs this weekend. What we got? Great fight tomorrow night. Crawford versus Porter on ESPN pay-per-view. Can't wait to watch it. Love me watching some Bud Crawford uh, fight. Should be a fantastic, fantastic fight. And we have a girl fight on UFC, a main event. Keisha Tate on the, on the, on the, on the octagon for the main event. Survivor Series for WWE on Sunday. 
Yeah, uh, Red swept the board last year. I think it's going to be very interesting. I think the Blue gets uh, some victories. Of course, Roman Reigns is going to win, but more WWE releases last night. I don't know what's going on over there. Thank God I don't work there. I would probably got the pink slipped. Well, I guess that's why I'm asking you. Uh, I, I heard the commercial right here on ESPN New Orleans, February 11th, I believe, Friday night SmackDown. A, do you have a hookup? And B, is Roman Reigns still going to be the champion? I think so. Uh, I would not be shocked if maybe The Rock comes in there and maybe wrestles what? him. In, uh, what? Uh, at, what? At, uh, at, uh, they've been talking about maybe having a big match, something like that. I would not be shocked if, if that's the case. I mean, he beats Big E uh, right now uh, for on Survivor Series. But it's going to be a very interesting. I think uh, I think Survivor Series will be fun to watch. Can't wait to watch Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair do better because they, they hate each other now backstage in real life. So it's going to be very interesting. Oh, really? Ooh, I love hearing that. Yeah, it kind of seems a lot of people talking. She's trying to maybe maneuver her way out as well since her, what, fiancé husband it now? Yeah, he's over at AEW. I mean, AEW is taking all the wrestlers from that. It's pretty soon AEW is going to be WCW, which one of the McMahons will buy down the road and it'll be just one entity again. Do you like AEW? It's interesting. I, I don't like the writing, it's, and some of the wrestling matches are very, very choreographed, which you can tell. Uh, that's what drives me crazy. The storylines are getting, improving. Okay. When am I going to see you again, sir? Uh, I'm back here for a while, so uh, hopefully I don't have to make any uh, emergency trips anytime soon, but yeah. uh, hopefully soon. Well, hopefully you don't have to do that. I hope everything is well with that. But uh, you know you know what to do. It's real easy. It's a sushi place right by your house. Go ahead and grab it. Show up. That's, that's really that yeah, easy. I, I think uh, Mexican brought sushi on Thanksgiving Day. So maybe we'll do, maybe I'll do that. I think that I think that I think that I, happened. At I didn't Brock. know about that story. I didn't know that story. I just saw Carver's Thanksgiving feast and there was pilgrims and you know I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't see Mexicans though. That's the hidden truth. They don't want the public to know that because uh, of war and Christopher Columbus will get mad. But that's what really happened hey, on Thanksgiving. They love maize, right? Our Spanish yeah. folks, we like we love maize. Yeah, yeah. Corn muffins and corn, that, that makes a lot of sense now. That's where the yeah. corn came from. <laughs> Thank you, bud. Appreciate it, man. Take it easy. Have a great weekend. Yep. Top of the hour, YouTube. Uh, hang out the bookie. Call my bookie. What's the, what's the show called again on YouTube? It's one of those. Go check it out. Quick break. We come back. Ali Costa. We'll talk Pelicans basketball. They tip off tonight at 7 o'clock against the Clippers. <sighs> Somebody got in trouble with the Pels. Suspended. We'll talk about that next on ESPN New Orleans. What you cooking for Thanksgiving? Get a free honeysuckle grade A frozen turkey with purchase of a Hormel Cure 81 spiral slice ham at Rouse's Markets. Fresh burly toes are on special at Rouse's, just 10 cents each, save 69 cents a piece. A three-pound bag of Louisiana sweet potatoes is 25 cents a pound. You save two twenty-four a bag. And 16-ounce pints of prestige fresh shucked Louisiana oysters are just $12.99. You save $3 a pint. Saving money feels good. Rouse's Markets, happy Thanksgiving. If you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire talent for your team especially if you're competing with other businesses to find the right people. But ZipRecruiter gives you the edge. Next key marketing manager, Aaron Harji, loves ZipRecruiter invite to apply. 
She says they get my job posting in front of the right people. I instantly see great candidates and I invite them to apply to my job. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B-A-R-T to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bart. It's not just Santa who's coming to town. It's also your in-laws and their cousins. So time for some gifts from the Home Depot. From doorbell cameras to intelligent thermostats, you'll look smart and save big on the latest smart home gifts. Does your father-in-law like to fix things around the house? Put him to work with a DeWalt 20-volt two-battery starter kit. Buy one, get one free. That should keep him busy. No matter who comes to town this year, make the holidays yours with savings on tools and gifts store-wide from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. What Listen, was your rap um, name? Max, man. I, well, I had one I can't repeat on the air now. But What was this? What? Rap, rap. You didn't know I had a record deal in, in 94? No, I didn't. Every couple either. months, it comes up. People play the video. It's like, I didn't know this. No, By the way, I was all right. On every street corner in New York, everyone rhymed. Y'all spit rhymes back in the day. Who says just back <laughs> in the day, Jay? GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Hot take. Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. Show my daddy's show, the sports hangover. Thank you there, Carver. That's a heck of an intro. Much better than any recorded one. Now go play. I appreciate it. Ali Cosell covers your New Orleans Pelicans. Joins us. Oh, no, you see, no, no more airtime. You're done. See, he gets a taste, Ollie, and all of a sudden he wants to host his own show. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> What's up, Ollie? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Gus, but it sounds like you're having a much better time. Hi. Yeah. Well, okay, you want to interview Ollie Cosell? Hi, 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 hi. Hi, hi there. Hi. <laughs> ask, him, ask him how does he feel watching the Pelicans play. Go how, ahead. How do you feel watching the Pelicans play? Oh, can we talk about anything else? <laughs> no, that's why you're on, Ollie. <laughs> well, it's been difficult. Let's put it that way. Every time you hope that they're going to basically start turning your season around after a win or you start seeing better play over X amount of quarters, suddenly they revert back to playing really poorly or losing in really bad fashion. And that's how it adds up to, what, a 2-14 and 14 record, right? It, it, it's, been, it's been terrible, honestly. It's been hard to watch for fans and media alike. You know, uh, I'm sitting there, and it's not like I, I want bad things. To, it's not. I just, it just kind of seems like it keeps happening. Uh, I, I saw a, a tweet a little bit ago. Ollie, it's not, not, not a good tweet, and um, it's from Adrian Wojnarowski. ESPN sources the NBA has suspended Pelicans forward Didi Lozada for 25 games without pay for violating the NBA, NBA PA's anti-drug program. Lozada tested positive for drostanolone or drostanolone and testosterone. Exactly. Two anabolic steroids, as far as I understand. And, yeah, it's just more bad imagery uh, surrounding this team. Edie um, Lozada, of course, as everybody knows, isn't a part of the rotation. He's one of those projects, long-term projects, and that's why he's in the G League. But any kind of bad news, is just, it just looks really is magnified at this point. And, yeah, he's going to miss 25 games. Um, I'm not quite sure why he's taking those because from what I read, that's, this combination is more for bodybuilders, those type that compete, that want to have rippled, muscles to show off right it's not really as much for performance enhancing 
so, for instance, Didi wouldn't be stronger or be able to jump higher. There would be better options out there for him. So I quite honestly don't even understand it. So let me ask you this as well, because um, I, I want to go through a couple of players here, and, and we'll get to the obvious and, you know, wh- why you think maybe this team has struggle as struggles closing games, but can you find Trey Murphy? Because the player I'm watching right now in the courts, not the player that I saw, and I refuse to believe that the competition was that bad in preseason in summer league where he can't, like, hit a open shot, barely grazing the rim. Like, I know he's capable of doing that. What happened? He's lost his confidence, Gus. And I noticed it um, weeks ago, pretty much since the start of the season, to where he at first was playing like he didn't want to make a mistake out there. And then over the last few games, he'll catch the ball in the corner. He's not even in position to shoot, to look at the rim, look to make a play, even just a pass, a winning pass to a teammate. He'd rather just toss it back like a hot potato. And, yeah, that strictly screams confidence, and he doesn't have any right now. And Really, I guess we should just also point to his shooting, right? Yeah, he missed, what, five or six threes in the last game, couldn't hit a single one, and he's been tossing up some air balls lately. That's not who he is, right? So, yeah, he's just going through a tough stretch. As a rookie, he's not playing many minutes, Gus, so he can't really play himself into the game, right? Averaging, what, like nine or ten minutes a game for the last week or so. So it's just a rough patch. He'll get over it, but right now it's yet another, you know, it's just a bad omen for a team that's looking for help. Right, they need to have more players playing well to break this losing to start the season. And there's too many guys that just aren't. Speak with the editor in chief of the Bird Rights, Ali Cosell. At Ali Cosell is the way to follow him over on Twitter. All right, uh, Kyra Lewis, what's your assessment of him so far in the early part of? The- you can only be disappointed, and Willie Green um, has taken him out of the rotation the last two games, favoring Thomas Sadaransky at backup point guard. And he's another guy that it looked like he was turning the corner, right? I think he had a couple of double-digit scoring games. I remember 14-1. and one. I can't remember if he had another one right before or after it, but they were pretty much next to one another. So you're hoping, hey, he's turning his season around. But that hasn't happened, and now he finds himself out of the rotation. And he's another guy that can't make a shot, especially from the outside. And for Kyra to be successful, we know what it is. It's to utilize his speed because he's one of the fastest guys out there and to get to the rim, create plays for others. But all too often, I've seen him when he was playing, just bringing the ball up, almost walking it up, right? Being content to uh, get in the half-court uh, offense. And that, that's not who he is. That's not what the Pelicans need from him. So he's got to simply play better, too. He's got to find that confidence and, and play to his strengths, and he's not doing that. So that's why he's not out in the rotation anymore. Nikhil Alexander-Walker and Jackson Hayes. Nikhil's turning it around. You know, he, we saw the glimpses just like with a lot of players in preseason. But he started the season, I thought, well, first couple of games. Then, yeah, the uh, inconsistencies really hit, right? Turnovers, couldn't make a three. was just making bad decisions, shooting some really tough shots. Well, I think he's kind of finding himself. So I'm still holding out hope that he's going to have a really fine season. Uh, He's shooting really well on those catch-and-shoot threes over, I want to say, the last two weeks, Gus. So he's a a very versatile player. Um, Solid defender, as long as he's not guarding anybody too big. Uh, for his size, and then offensively, he can get to the rim, he can get to the free throw line, make a play for another, and like I said, as long as he's shooting smart jumpers, he's a, he's not a bad shooter, so I like what we've seen from him, but Jackson, he's another guy, and he's probably been my biggest disappointment this year, after what we heard in Nashville, he was the star in his involuntary workout, and the way he finished last year, kind of on a high note, 
after being benched by Stan Van Gundy. You were hoping that this kid had actually matured, but I haven't seen him at all. I don't think anybody has this regular season so far. He looks like the guy that we saw in his rookie year. He's just not making an impact. He'll have that one play where right, where he'll get an offensive rebound, put back dunk, or you know just flying down in transition. And so he's got himself an Instagram highlight, but that's been about it. Defensively, he's still lost, making silly errors. And offensively, he just has not added anything to his game to where you would hope to see out of a guy that was taken as high as he was in a draft, and now he's in year three. He just looks like that same guy, like I said, that entered the league, and that's disappointing. That's the assessment that I kind of figured as well. <laughs> just hearing it stinks. I told you I wanted to talk <sighs> something about something else. Besides oh, the I know. <laughs> Believe me, my kid wants to take over the entire interview. Thank goodness I can turn the mic down. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's. I, 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 I do want to talk about something positive, but I, I got to ask you about one more thing, and it's just where we are when you're two and fourteen. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram. Look, you obviously need him. I mean, you, you saw the difference and see the difference. They got their second win because of him. He can put up points, even in the loss in which he and the rest of the team didn't close out. They, he scored 31. Is it a mental, like, wh- wh- why why does Brandon Ingram's game leave him, per se, in the fourth quarter sometimes? Because, look, stats are stats, and some clutch numbers that you know were given to us early in the week show that he struggles in the fourth quarter. I mean, it just, it is what it is. There's a mm-hmm. stat for that in the NBA. A lot of players do struggle when, you know, the pressure's on and especially in clutch minutes. So he's far from alone. We sure. saw it for years here, right, with Anthony Davis and Drew Hawley. Outside of their playoff year, those guys were not, especially Drew, were not good um, clutch time performers. So, you know, it's not for everybody. And it's really just for the few rare players that can handle that adversity and that pressure. And I also want to add that Brandon hasn't looked like the same guy to me before his injury versus now after the injury. He just even seems less assertive. He, he doesn't fly in for those rebounds, right? Getting a steal, running down somebody in transition to stop an easy bucket for the other side. Like we saw in his first, what, seven games, he was able, six games he was able to play. And so I'm not sure if he's even over his injury yet. Um, maybe it's a confidence issue with him too, but yeah, he's got to play better too. Honestly, Gus, I know he's making max dollars, and that's not a reason for you to expect more. But he should be a better player. Let's let's just say that he's a great shooter. He's he's cerebral. He puts in so much time and effort into these uh, games, right during his off time and in practices. From everything I, I've heard and people I've talked to, so you want to see him turn around because he's he's a really great guy who puts in the work. I like to say he's talented, but right now he's just struggling and especially to finish off games, and it's not something that's been uncommon for him, unfortunately. All right, to the positive aspect of it, which is going to start out sounding negative, Ali. Speak with Ali Cosell, editor-in-chief of The Bird Rights. But I liked, actually, what I heard from Josh Hart back on Wednesday. And, mm-hmm. A, it was a no-nonsense, sort of no-bull, no-excuse sort of thing, which, you know what, I love it. Uh, you know, a brief tease. We have to grow up. I mean, we're two and fourteen. We got to play like we're desperate to win. And um, you know, right now we're we're not doing that. You and I used to always kind of joke that, unfortunately, 
in the past the phrase, for whatever reason, I've banned it from the show. Like, I don't want to ever hear that. I remember I jokingly said the number one thing in the interview of the next candidate for head coaching is don't ever use the phrase for whatever reason. And you know what? After that game on Wednesday, Willie Green gave us reasons. Josh Hart gave us reasons. Brandon Ingram, two games ago, gave us reasons. So a positive in a negative, right? Or inside of a negative, Ollie, is they at least know why they're blowing games. <laughs> they at least know yeah. why the office goes stagnant. They at least know they're no longer passing the basketball. And at the very least, you have a veteran saying, I'm an, enough of this. Because you and I used to sit across from each other here or on the phone and say, does somebody care? Can somebody get angry? At least we have that this year, if that makes any sense. I think it's a positive. It is a positive because you need for people to be upset um, at a current situation in order to really want to change or bring about change. So it sounds like Josh Hart, a few others are going to definitely do what they can to end this miserable uh, losing stretch to start the year. And Honestly, it feels like Josh Hart's become one of the leaders of the team. So thank goodness that David Griffin brought him back. Because I know everybody was ready to say, well, Josh Hart's an unnecessary piece because they've got Najee Marshall. So what, Najee, I'm not even certain, at least not right now, he doesn't look like an NBA player who deserves minutes. Josh Hart does. And he looks actually better than we've ever even seen him play before. Now that he's, you know, tossing out assists. He had that 11 assist game. He's playing a lot more confidently. He's one of the few that you can count on. He's going to try and take it to the rim. Um, and that's so important in today's game where they're allowing so much more physicality. Uh, and you can't always settle for jumpers, right? So I love Josh. I love that what he's bringing on the court, but also off of it, as we're talking about here now. So it's hopeful, right, that the guys still sound like they care. Uh, once they stop talking like this, then you know you've kind of lost the team, and, of course, the season will be sunk. But it doesn't sound like it at the moment, so that's a good thing. Indeed. All right, three-and-a-half-point favorites are the Clippers taking on the Pelicans tonight. What do you see tonight? And also, Ollie, where's the next win? L.A., Indiana, Minnesota on Monday, Washington coming to town on Wednesday. Do we have one of the next four at least? Yeah, the Clippers are scary because when I've watched them play this year, they're just a tough team. And Pelicans haven't done well against tough teams. The best point is the Miami Heat. Pelicans jumped all over them in that first quarter. Everybody's you know, feeling good about chances for a win. And then Miami just increased the physicality. Pelicans wilted, and I feel like the Clippers have kind of been built in that same mold. Even though they've lost Patrick Beverly and a few other guys, they still ex uh, exude that toughness. So I think it's going to be a real tough test for them. Mm -hmm. And I know L.A.'s coming off a loss last night, so they're going to be eager to get back in the win column. But I, unfortunately, I side with Vegas. I, I wouldn't bet on the Pelicans tonight. But out of the next two games following the, uh, this one tonight, Pacers uh, Saturday or the Timberwolves on Monday, you got to think they're going to grab one of those as a victory. Pacers have been really more down than up this year, and the Timberwolves, since their hot start, they've really fallen off a cliff. So, mm -hmm. like I said, they're going to get a win sometime soon. you got to think again. <laughs> I like Anthony Edwards. Ali Cosell, as always, appreciate oh, yeah. the time, sir. Absolutely, God. Anthony Edwards, yeah, he's been incredible, hasn't he? Mm -hmm. I, I, can't, I can't wait, honestly, to see him in person. Yeah, that's, that's where we are. I mean, look, I, I gave away tickets today. Just go go watch good basketball. Watch some of the other stars here. At least the Pels will play hard for a bit. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it is what it is when you're 2-14, and 14, like exactly. Josh Hart says. Editor-in-chief of the Bird Rights. That's the biggest thing, right, Gus? 2-14, and 14, that, that, that's not a pace that I think they're going to sustain. And look, Zion should reportedly be back soon enough, right? Mm -hmm. So there's hope on the horizon. All about hope. At Ollie Cosell, we got to talk about. <laughs> That's it. 
my co-host was going to tell you goodbye, and he he, he left. I, I can't depend on him. Anyway, uh, Carver says adios. Thank you, Ollie. All right, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Take care, guys. Marlon Favorites will get his thoughts on ULM and LSU next on ESPN New Orleans. Hey, hey, my friends. It's Dana DeFran Freelu here. Just wanted to reach out to you that I and Golden Motors are here and ready to help you take care of you and your family's vehicle needs. We have new inventory arriving daily. Check us out 24-7 at goldenmotors.com. Give us a call at 985-325-1000 or stop by and let myself or one of our awesome team members take care of you and get one less worry off your shoulders. Always remember, price is priority. On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Coco's Mexican Restaurant on Highway 1 in Raceland is open and ready to please you. They have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Mouth-watering Mexican food daily with delicious specialty dishes like coconut shrimp tacos, Baja fish tacos, plus try the trio burritos or the carne asada. Coco's Mexican has happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. Delivery service from waiters also available. They're located on Highway 1 in Raceland next to the post office. Coco's. At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received Health Grades 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. What's more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things. Our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Can we talk? Talk sports. Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hi, welcome back. Marlon Favorite, a big fave 504. Normally, sir, we get you at the bottom of the hour. You got something at the top of the hour, so I'll stop yapping. Inside the trenches of the podcast, it's real simple. ULM, LSU, Tigers should win. Here's the thing. It's about bowl games, right? You got to get the next two at A&M next Saturday. It starts with this one to get six wins. It's where we are, right? It's where we are, Gus, and, and I hate that it has to go this way. Um, I didn't want it to come down to we have to win our last two games. We're not worried about ULM in that regard, but this could very well be a trap game. I mean, we definitely saw the Atlanta Falcons come down to New Orleans and beat the Saints, and we just saw the Falcons get embarrassed. That's not the team we beat. So it's really like it's any given Sunday, it could be any given Saturday. So we don't want to get caught sleeping at the wheel, but we want to put up some quality points. And most importantly, Gus, we're looking at this as a double game, right? We have to win this one. And we also have to win uh, next week. So it's a tough task. Yeah, no doubt. I think one of the things you look at, obviously, is uh, maybe development of some things. But we're not going there because Garrett Nuss might have decided he's going to stick with the red shirt. So it is Max Johnson. 
moving forward here. If you're him, I, I think it's an important two-game stretch for him here as well. Because I, I don't think it's been fair, some of the criticism from the point, as you and I talked about on Monday, the coaching's been so poor, the play calling's been so questionable, the injuries, not having receivers, he's had a tough go at it. I'm not saying that that excuses some of the decision-making or, you know, now all of a sudden he doesn't have the arm strength, whatever. My, my thing is this, I think for him, Take me to what it would be like as a player. You know you're going to start the next two games. There will be a new head coach. And I guess this is your audition, right? And I know there's still going to be competition next year. But I think these are two important games for Max Johnson. It is. And it's competition, too. You have uh, commit Walker Howard coming from St. Thomas Moore next year to compete. And for Max, you come in, you have the pedigree, you have now the experience. You played as a freshman, won a very important Florida game last year, and you had some ups and you had your downs this year. So these last two games are going to be critical. I look at Max Johnson the way I look at these coaches, right? These coaches are coaching their tail off because they don't know who's coming in. They don't know you know, what the future holds. I know they wish that they can look in a, a crystal ball and, and, and know what the future's going to be. So the only thing that you could do in this type of situation, and I actually just retweeted this not too long ago, Gus, uh, Nick Farrell posted it on his page, LSU's defensive tackle. He says, you can only control what you can control. And for Max Johnson, that's going out there and putting on one heck of a performance and, uh, you know, running up the bag on the scope. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. No doubt about it. Um, so what are the other things to pay attention to in a game like this to perhaps on your side of the ball on defense? Defensively, I would, I would pay attention to the guys, of course, naturally up front, guys like Jaquil and Roy. I mentioned Nick Farrell, um, BJ Agilari. You know, these guys, this is what I like to call a stat game, a get-better game. Uh, we have to beat Texas A&M, let's not sleep against ULM type game. So I expect leadership from DeMond to go out there and get his guys rallied up. Gus, what I want to see, if you ask me what I want to see, I want to see the team match his energy. I love his energy the last few weeks. You know, it's like when Coach Ed Ogeron got fired, he turned up even more. So if, if we can have the defense come out and play sound like that, you know, it, it, it will say a lot for whoever the new coach is going to be. They can take a look at a guy who's working his tail off and trying to make the best out of his situation. Marlon, to the NFL we go. A lot of people are looking at this Chiefs-Cowboys game as a big one. How are you feeling about it? Well, it's a big-time game, Gus. You know, that's, that's, what, that's what it's all about, um, these type of games. And mm-hmm. to, to be real with you, the pressure is really on Dallas because it's a team that has been improving. They've lost two games this year to two, to two good teams. So, you know, if you ask my opinion on, the, on them boys, baby, you have to show up because – tell you one thing Patrick Mahomes has turned it up and he's turned it up on fire so we don't know if because he's played a team Oakland Raiders team that basically ran cover three the entire time which plays right into uh the offense for the Chiefs. um we don't know if it was that Patrick Mahomes or he's like hold on now big money's back so whoever shows up we're looking for Dak Prescott to handle his business we're looking for uh, Ezekiel Elliott to have another two touchdown game, and I'm I'm not even tripping on that receiving core. They're on point, mm-hmm. but prime time Sunday night in Kansas City at Arrowhead, Independence, uh, Missouri, baby, here we come. So it's gonna it's gonna be a good game, and I'm excited about it, Goose. 
Always a pleasure. Marlon Favorite's got TV to do in like three minutes. So go freshen up. Go, you know, do whatever it is you got to do. Look beautiful, sir. And we'll also see you on WWL TV, as we always do, and the LOC Sports Radio Network tomorrow up in Baton Rouge. Thank you, as always, for your time. Thank you, Goose. Let's enjoy the weekend, baby. Hello. It is. It is a beautiful weekend. Marlon Favorite at Big Fave 504 Inside the Trenches, the podcast. Hour two in the books. Hour three. It's next. We got Leo Haggerty at 2.30. Rest of the way is open for you. If you'd like to chime into the conversation, Pels and Clippers, Saints and Eagles. Well, you know what? Let's focus on this next hour. You know what I need? I need scores. I need keys to the game. More importantly, what's your confidence level? What is your confidence level with the Saints going into Philadelphia on Sunday? It's a sports hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. It's not just Santa who's coming to town. It's also your in-laws and their cousins. So time for some gifts from the Home Depot. From doorbell cameras to intelligent thermostats, you'll look smart and save big on the latest smart home gifts. 